Welcome back to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, everyone. It's been a while since our last episode, and it's been a couple weeks, but, you know, we've been busy with everything going on, so, but we're back, and we have a lot to talk about, because actually, you know, usually when we take a little break, it's because there really wasn't anything to talk about, but there's been a lot to talk about in the mm-hmm. past couple weeks, so. We just had really busy schedules. Yeah. Mainly me. <clears throat> But, you know, we got, we're going to be back on schedule now. We're going to get some, you know, we had our first guest on our last episode. We're going to keep getting more guests. We got a lot of positive feedback from our last episode. Everyone thought it was really funny. So hopefully we get some more guys. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get, definitely get those guys back on the show at some point too. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a lot of football news to talk about, but the first thing we're going to talk about is something that we really never talk about on this show and that's baseball. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about the MLB on here. I don't think so, ever. I mean, we might have once. I think we brought on. Maybe, like, one time. Who's but, the, I can't think of the outfielder. The really good outfielder. There's Mike so Trump. many. Mike really, oh, yeah, we said something about Mike Trump. I know we did. But, I know we did. Um, the reason we're talking about baseball today is not because of, like, a free agent. It's, bas- it's free agency in the MLB right now. Nothing with that. I don't really care about that. I think Josh Donaldson went somewhere. I really don't know where. <laughs> But what we're talking about today is this cheating scandal that's going on <clears throat> in the league right now. So I'll, I'm, we're going to explain this first. If you don't really know what's going on, I really didn't know what was going on until just a couple of days ago. I was watching First Take and Stephen A. and all those guys were explaining it. So 2017, the Houston Astros won the World Series, and it came out that they were like they were cheating. They were uh, stealing the signs from from the catcher to the pitcher, from the other team that they were playing. And they did this the whole season, too. It wasn't just the World Series. They did the whole season. They were stealing the signs from the catcher and then using the replay room to figure out what pitch that was. And then they used some... I don't... And then they they would, like, let the... They had some system to let the, the batter know. The batter was, was known by... They would hit a like baseball a, bat. Yeah, it was like... like they hit tub. it on a garbage can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit a baseball bat on a garbage can, and whoever many times it was... It was either off-speed pitch yeah, or Yeah, they fastball. knew what pitch it was by looking at the sign. And they did that the entire year. They ended up winning the World Series, and then the assistant coach on that team was Alex Cora. He goes and becomes the manager for the Red Sox next year. The Red Sox go and win the World Series that year. And then they get in trouble for cheating, doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, that Red Sox team was really good, by the way. Like, they probably would have won it either way, but still. Oh, can you say that, though? <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I really can't say that, but, like, that team was nuts. Like, there was so many really good players. That was, like, the last year I quit watching, like, I watched baseball. I didn't watch it at all last year. Oh, me either. But, so, the reason this is such a big deal is because, I mean, this is cheating. Like, oh, you're you're cheating to, to for an advantage, a big advantage. If you, I don't, I don't care who you are. If you are enough to be in the MLB, you could be hitting one hundred. You could have a one hundred batting average. If you know what pitch is coming, doesn't matter the pitcher. Yeah. If you oh. if you know what pitch is coming, how hard is it to hit it? Yeah. And moreover, like the money that's involved with this, these managers and players get bonuses. For winning Their games. Their teams do. Their franchise do. Yeah. And then they win the World Series. I bet you that's a 500K bonus, at least. <clears throat> yeah. Probably million. And it's probably way more than that. <coughs> but, you know, there's a lot of money involved. But I don't understand how nobody, like, 
figured it out. Nobody's like, man, that baseball bat banging on that garbage can. Yeah. It's getting really Just annoying. The whole season. <laughs> yeah. And then the Red Sox go and do the exact same thing. And First no, of all, I want to apologize to the Los Angeles Dodgers playing <laughs> the Astros in the World Series and just getting that happen to them. Yeah. I don't know who the Red Sox played. I don't even remember. The A's? That's, no, that, they can't play the A's. They're both in the AL. That shows how much you know about it. <laughs> I don't know about baseball. But the Dodgers play the Astros. I feel bad for them. So, anyways, what ended up happening was um, the Houston Astros GM and their manager both were suspended for one year. The Astros um, got, like, fined, like, $5 million or something, and then they lost their first and second round picks in 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. in the MLB draft, which, you know, that's a, that's a big deal in any sport, losing your top, your first two round picks. And so then the Astros went on to just fire those two. They went on to fire the GM and the manager because what's the point in, you know, finding a different guy to coach the team when for a year and then just bring your guy back, you know? Alex Cora, who is the manager for the Red Sox now, also was uh, fired. Him and the Red Sox agreed to part ways. The part that, sh- that just came out today was the MLB said they were not going to punish players at all. Mm-hmm. But Carlos Beltran was a uh, player for that Astros team, and he's now the manager for the New York Mets. And everyone was talking, is Beltran going to get in any trouble, you know, because they said they weren't going to do anything to the players. Well, Beltran got fired today by the Mets. It wasn't an MLB punishment or anything. The Mets just decided to fire him. Which is also, again, super interesting because... I just think, what if, what if the Mets would have done it this year? Yeah. Just the same <laughs> dude, they, they might. Dude, that would actually be so funny. They should have, like, waited another year for yeah. this to come out. <laughs> then, then it's like, well, the Mets were doing the same thing. They're just Red Then Sox somebody and goes and gets play. hired. Yeah. Like, get the dudes. Tigers, bro, what are you thinking? Go hire somebody off that Astros bench coach, dude. Dude. Hire what, one of their bench coaches. Do what they did. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just cheat. It's not that hard. Yeah. They just did it. Two teams just did it. Yeah. And both won both series. Like, it clearly works. Yeah. So, now that all these punishments have come out, the Red Sox haven't gotten any, like, they're probably going to get punished. They haven't gotten any, like, team or franchise punishments yet. Do you think that the punishments were harsh enough? Uh, yes, I do. I don't think anybody wants to risk a year of pay. And the... Because it's a lot of... Uh, you know, morality doesn't matter in these big-time sports. But it's a lot of, like... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but you just don't have it anymore. People are like, yeah, that's the guy that cheated. Like, when you go to get hired again and rehired, yeah. it's like, yeah, I remember he got, or he was in the cheating scandal. I mean, that's just, doing. that's something that will, you know, scar you. I mean, that's, that's just something that is going to be on your record. You know, like, those guys probably won't coach again. I can't think of the word. It's like a uh, reputation. Yeah, yeah. Ruins <laughs> your reputation. That's what I'm trying to say. See, I'm on the other thing. I think that is not enough punishment. I think that if you cheated to win a World Series, that should be taken away. You should be they should now they should no longer be the 2017 World Series champions. Now I'm not saying that the Dodgers should be champions. I'm saying that there shouldn't have been a champion that year. There's no champion. No. Same with it's last no year. Season. Same with 2018. There's no champion because I mean, that's, that you know, the old saying, cheaters never win. Well, if they're still World Series champions. They won. They won. It yeah. doesn't matter how their coach gets fired. Guess what? They still got, they still have a ring, and they still have it on their record that they are a World Series champion. So, like, I don't know. And, and then, I, you know, in hindsight, I do agree. I think if you want to fix this, 
these guys care about baseball. If you play baseball at this level, you really care. It's the same with every sport, but you kick them right out of baseball. Yeah. You don't let them back. Now, the thing that <clears throat> another people, there's a, people have controversy with is that how come the players aren't getting uh, getting in any trouble? There's a lot of talk about that, too. You know, the players should be getting in trouble, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the, it kind of makes sense, though, because, I mean, how the players were just as much involved as the coaches, you know? Mm-hmm. The coaches wanted to do it. The players were the ones that were, you know, they were doing it, too. They, they, they would have said something, I feel like. But at the same time, it comes up with that argument that, you know, you know about the whole Shoeless Joe Jackson thing. Yeah, where he played the The White greatest. Sox were rigging it. All the players were in on it rigging it, and he wasn't. And he, but was he like still got the greatest playoff and But ever. he still got banned from the MLB because their whole team was cheating, and he, they just assumed he was too. So, like, there's people saying stuff like that where the coaches or the some players on the team probably didn't want to cheat, but they, you know, they didn't want to be the one to, you know, say, hey, we shouldn't cheat. Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah, you're going to exactly. get made fun of, like, <laughs> probably beat up. <laughs> Especially when they can't, like, shoeless Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's why, that's why I don't, I really don't know about the players thing. I really, it's tough. Because at the same time, it's like, even if, if you were against it, you should have, you should have said something. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, Especially in today's age, you know, it's not like back then in the 1920s or whenever the hell that was. Like, like 1910. This is... 2020, like, yeah. like you can say something like that nowadays, and you'd be okay, and you'd be respected. <clears throat> exactly, like it'd be the complete opposite. It wouldn't be like, oh, but uh, it'd be. But now, if anybody comes out and says, "Well, I was against it," it's like, okay, yeah, you're okay, just saying you're just that. saying that to free your name up a little bit, you yeah. know. And yeah, I can. There's a lot of issues that come with this, and like I think it's all resolved at this point. But we haven't seen the Red Sox. Yeah, exactly. Right more, more is gonna come out. So I mean, in our one, in our next episodes, you know, we'll we'll probably be bringing up this topic again. But as of right now, uh, I feel like I, I honestly think that there's gonna be more punishment for the, even the Astros. I think that more is gonna come out. I would be very surprised if they keep their World Series championships. I just can't Me see too. them. I cannot see them keeping that there because they're getting so much hate. The MLB is getting so much hate for saying, "Why are they still? Why do they still have that title?" You know, and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me for them to t- get that taken away. And it makes me think of like uh, Fab Five losing their banners from their right seasons. And then you know, like, pain. yeah, exactly. And that was one person or two of them. It was like Chris Webber. Yeah, and this is the whole program. Yeah, like making it. Hell, their triple A teams probably doing that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So for our next topic, we have our NFL playoff. Uh, we can actually review and give our Super Bowl at the same time. Because uh, I definitely, the, the one game, yeah, so me I mean, and you both want to talk about it. I know we haven't been here for any of the playoffs, I don't think. Because, like, the Titans beat the Patriots. I'm pretty sure we had our show the day on that day, like, before the game was played, our last show. Yes. So we have not we have not talked about the, pl- the playoffs at all yet. No, no, it was before <coughs> that. Yeah. Because our last show was with Scuba, and that was with uh, Baltimore and... Uh, and, yeah, and, uh, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, so really. this has been a while. Yeah, holy moly. So oh, yeah, pretty much, yeah, blah, blah, blah. The Titans beat the Patriots. Oh, my God, the Patriots lost. Everyone's so happy. Yay. Uh, Derrick Henry rushed for, like, 200 yards. And then what was the other game? Uh, uh, Baltimore? No, it was the oh. Bills and the uh, – this is this was two weeks Houston. ago. The B- Bills and Houston, yeah, and Houston beat them. Last week, you know, the Titans are playing the Ravens. Um. That I don't even. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Like I was so upset. First of all, I want to say Derrick Henry is like 
so crazy. He's rushed for like 390 something rushing yards in the last two games in the playoff in the playoffs. Almost 400 rushing yards in two games. Like that's unheard of. That is like all-time great numbers. Oh, 1000%. And the thing is too like he single like Ryan Tannehill threw for like I don't even know if he threw for 100 no, passing it was yards. The only player in the playoff when throwing under 100 yeah. yards, I think. Was I mean, it's bad. not Ryan Tannehill didn't play bad. It's just like they didn't need to throw the ball. Why would you throw and the why ball? Why would you throw? Why would you throw the ball? Okay, don't don't hate on Tannehill. Oh right my now, word! Don't, don't tell hate me you're on Tannehill. Tannehill fan. I'm not a Tannehill fan. I'm just saying, I bro. Hate he hasn't. He's been dude. He's better than Mariota though. Yeah, no, no, but Mariota blows. Yeah, exactly. Mariota's just trash. Just better than somebody who dude, blows. Doesn't just make you think like about decent. this, dude. Ryan Tannehill is about to be a. Has a chance to be a quarterback in the Super Bowl. It's like a, oh my word, butt fumble. Mark Sanchez, yeah, yeah. he made the, they made it the AFC Championship game like three years in a row and lost them all. But like, dude, if Tannehill makes the Super Bowl, like that is probably got to be the worst starting quarterback in the history Super Bowl. of the Super. Bowl. And that's no hate towards Tannehill. It it's is. Just, it's all hate. Okay, I hate him. Okay, for me, it's not because like there's, there's, it's just usually greats in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. like lad, you had like Jared Goff last year with the Rams, but like. Tannehill's just like Tannehill's shown that he's like bad though. The thing about Jared Goff last season he showed that he was good. Yeah, and then and this year he's, he's just like kind of trash this year. But like Tannehill's shown that he's like pretty garbage in the past. Yeah, like oh, with awful. Miami. The funny thing is too, Tannehill's a free agent after this year, and I've seen some article. Sorry, we're getting a little off topic. I'll we'll get back after this, but I seen something that was like uh, the Dolphins are gonna push to sign Tannehill this off season. Oh my! And it's word. like, why, dude? Why? Why would you do that, dude? They're gonna be. It's gonna be Brock Osweiler part two. He's gonna be, have a one good season. He's gonna get paid, be the most highest paid QB in the league, and then be garbage again. But I, I hope Tannehill is, be, becomes is is a solid starter again in the NFL. I think right now he is. I hope he continues it. I don't. I hope it isn't like a Case Keenum where he's good for one year and then is trash again. And I know why I root against him. I'm not going to say. Well, you better say it. You have no reason. Well, right I just now. got there's people around me who love Tannehill. Oh. And just too supportive of Tannehill, and I just they think like they bandwagon Tannehill. No, no, they think he's like. I guess yeah, they think he's goaded. Like, and they always talk about great Tannehill. I mean, I like he's. An, oh, I know who you're talking. Yeah. I know who you're talking about, bro. <laughs> he's alright. Yeah. Yeah, I love the dude though. The dude who nah. likes Tannehill. No, nah, he's dope. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know. Tannehill on Miami was garbage. I don't need. Don't, I don't want to hear that he was good on Miami. He was <laughs> <No>. trash, dude. <laughs> but now he's good. Now he's good. At least in this okay. playoff run. Next, next game. But anyways, but we're gonna finish talking about this Titans Ravens game. So the Ravens, Lamar Jackson obviously had a poor game, but it was definitely not entirely his fault. Like no. The Titans' secondary, first of all, was playing amazing. Like, no one was getting open for the Ravens no. the whole game. Like, it was like he, R- Lamar Jackson would, like, run out of the pocket, run around behind the line of scrimmage for, like, 10, 15 and seconds. Would get open. And he would still have nothing to do. And then he also, the Ravens' offensive line is shown to be one of the best in the league this year. But, wow, did they play bad again. I mean, the mm-hmm. Titans were at Lamar within less than three seconds every single play. And it wasn't like they were sending a bunch of pressure. Yeah, it was just like one on one, like to yeah. ban- like they weren't even like blitzing, like it was just, and they could blitz too because their secondary was playing that good. Mm-hmm. So and that game was complete shock. If you told me this is the most interesting part, and one of them is a hot take, the other one isn't. My Super Bowl, if you would have said it'd be in playoffs, Baltimore, Seattle, would have been my Super Bowl, and both teams are out. But I mean, 
Both that was my Super Bowl prediction after the first week because my Super Bowl prediction at the beginning of the playoffs was Baltimore and New Orleans, mm-hmm. and then New Orleans lost to Minnesota, so then it was Baltimore-Seattle. I thought Seattle was going to make it too, then they lost, so now it's, I don't even know. No, I don't know who wins that okay, game. So, and then the other game, uh, the Chiefs-Texans game, this game was definitely like more like crazy, Exciting. even though like you know the Ravens losing is crazy, but the fact that the, the Chiefs were down 24 nothing. Yeah. And they ended up winning the game by 20 points. That is insane. Like, that is, like, that is crazy. That is that is championship level composure exactly. and the engine. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the first player to have, like, I think it was the first player to have 300 passing yards, 50 rushing yards, and five touchdowns ever in a game in the playoffs. Well, uh, Lamar Jackson, first ever player with 300 passing yeah. yards and 100 <laughs> rushing yards. So a lot like, of first ever's when you get that specific stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, so the Texans, first of all, how do you blow that big of a lead? Oh my word! I, how do you get up that much on the Chiefs? I mean, the, they just the Chiefs started off so poor that they're they had they turned the ball over a couple times and it was like wow. In the red zone. Like it was like holy crap, dude! It's gonna come down to the Texans or Titans for the Super Bowl. Like yeah, what? Are you kidding me? It was a joke. Like this Chiefs team, I definitely thought that they were definitely capable of making the Super Bowl, but the Texans and Titans, I was like, no way, not neither of them will. Not even a chance. And then this 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 happened, and the the Texans were up big, and I was just I was almost like kind of sad. It's like I want to see like two great teams in the Super yeah. Bowl. I don't want to see the Texans or Titans. Exactly. I mean, it's cool, you know, like they're you know they're going on a run and stuff, but like. You want to see greatness. I want to see greatness. Yeah, exactly. And and it's no hate towards them. It's just like, but then the Chiefs, you know, show that they're great and they yeah. came scored fifty points in a playoff game. It's so, nice how uninteresting the other side of the bracket has been. I mean, somewhat. I mean, it's just been kind of normal. You kind of yeah. you know the Niners have been kind of dominating that. The Seahawks Packers game last week was very controversial. A lot of talk about the refs, you know, giving the Packers the win. Which always happens. Uh, I'm gonna say they did because I hate the Packers. <laughs> Even though that first down, uh, the 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 technology line, whatever the yellow line that you see on TV, was not in the right spot. Uh, so it was a first down, but I'm just gonna say it wasn't because I really hate the Packers a lot, and I was really wanting them to lose. Um, I think my Super Bowl prediction is Chiefs Niners. Um, I think that, you know, I want to say that, you know, that there's no way that the Titans can handle Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense, but, I mean, they handled the Ravens offense very easily, like, yep. with effortless. Like. And at, and handled the MVP quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what they need to do is shut down the best quarterback in the NFL. So why can't they do it to Mahomes? Exactly. That's why I'm like, that's why... I, I'm like I don't know if I should pick the Titans, but I just I can't. I want to see. I can't see them doing it a third week in a row, but they could. They've done it two weeks in a row. What's that? Why can't they do it another week? You know, but well, I think. But on the other hand, don't you quit taking them lightly. It's like okay, boys, we gotta chest up and we gotta make some plays. Exactly. So I think that they're they were underrated for sure against the Patriots. I think they came in playing the Ravens and the Ravens. Probably, like they probably were, you know, they probably weren't being all cocky and complacent and everything, but they were probably thinking like, you know, this shouldn't be too difficult. We've got to play like we always do. The Chiefs are definitely coming into this game like we know, have to knowing the, the Titans are contenders, especially after the way they Handle. came out against the Texans. Uh, on the other side, I think that the Niners are going to make it because uh, their defense is too good. Um, Aaron Rodgers is good, but the 49ers defense has just been the best all year. And then their run game has been the best all year too. They have four, they have three or four running backs that could go off for a hundred yards at any time, 
and the Packers defense. They're there's the Packers secondary is very good, but their their run defense is meh. So like I think the I think the Niners are gonna win that game, but it'll be close. I've got the same Super Bowl prediction, so we can move on to the next because yeah. I don't have much sale in that. So uh the next topic involves the NFL. Tom Brady. Not retiring. Not retiring, yeah. I mean, everybody, he, he they lost that game, and it's like, oh, my God, finally Brady in New England is over. Yeah, it, maybe Brady in New, in New England is over, but Brady's not over. Uh-huh. The dude's 42, going to be 43, and he's going to play another year, which is so weird. I mean, dude, just let somebody else have it. Like, let these, these old quarterbacks, I love Drew Brees. He's like my favorite quarterback of all time. But they all need to retire. Him, Brees, Phillip Rogers. Rivers. Roger, okay, Rogers isn't really there yet. Give him like no, two more but, years. No, but yeah, I'm I just so I ready want, to see I want the this new age of yes, quarterbacks. Exactly. I really do. It's like you know, I like oh. Mahomes, Lamar, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy, Jimmy, all these guys. Like I want all, I want them to be the main guys. Focus, yeah. yeah. Russell, Will, Russell Wilson, all those guys. It's been that way since I was, I mean, since we were kids. But it's not going to be like that. So wow. Brady's returning for at least one more year. He, but for the first time in his career ever, he's a free agent. Yep. Do you think he's he's gonna uh, sign with a different team? Uh, I don't know. I haven't given it that much thought, and we told you told us we were gonna do it on the podcast. I think it's smart for him to leave because I don't think he has a place in New England anymore. I think New England and him, it's time to part ways. As much as it's sad to see, for me at least, I'm a, I love Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah, but I just. I think it's best that they part ways, but I'm not sure they do. So, long answer, yes. Short answer, no. Um, no, he's not going to leave. <laughs> There's no way that he signs with a different team other than the. Could you imagine seeing Tom Brady in a different jersey? In any other jersey, dude, so seeing him, goofy. dude, seeing him in a freaking Pro Bowl jersey is weird. Yeah, like, like seriously, like that. He does not belong in any other jersey other than a no. Patriots jersey, like. There's a bunch of talk about him going to the Raiders. I think it would be I think it would be awesome if he went to another team. Like that would be awesome. And the Raiders are awesome. But it's but it's not going to happen. No. There's no way that he leaves New England. That their defense is too good for him, to, you know, he's and not that many other teams need a quarterback that are like kind of good. Like the Bears yeah. like the Bears are like the kind of like the only team that like need. are pretty good that just need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But they've said that Trubisky's their guy. Like they said so they said that he's going to continue to be their guy, which is a very dumb move cuz he's garbage, oh. worse than Tannehill. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next topic. So, uh, something that we've been wanting to do that we literally just forget to do about every I single week is uh, this day in sports history. So, I just had it pulled up. So, on this day, which is, what is today? January, January 16th. 16th. Usually, you know, I tried to find something from the past that was awesome. There really wasn't anything that was awesome from a long time ago, but there was something that happened a year ago today. James Harden became the first player to score 55 points in back-to-back NBA games since Wilt Chamberlain did it in 1962. Um, and then he also was at, remember when he went on that huge streak of scoring 30-plus in every game? Yeah. He was at 18 straight games as of today. So he's in the middle of it, right? Yeah, because he got like 30-something, 30 36, I think. I don't remember. Because no Wilt had like 100 or something crazy. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember that. But, yeah, he was on number 18. So, Harden had 55 in back-to-back games. Uh, this was obviously number two of that, which is insane. Harden, as much as you want to hate on Harden, I mean, even this year, I mean, he'll shoot, like, 5 of 23. 
and he'll still put up 40. Yeah, I don't understand. He'll put up 40 points and miss 18 shots. I'll check his box scores after the game and think, how did he even score this many points? I know, like, it's just like, I, but... And people hate on him because he's like, oh, he gets fouled so much. Yeah, he takes does. takes all the shots. He does get fouled so much. That's his game. He plays to get fouled. Like The only issue you can have with Harden is he doesn't he doesn't show him that he can win in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I mean, I think and, – and, and, you know, he's not the best defender. I don't think he's – I don't think he's the worst defender no. in the league, like everyone says. But, like, he he's, he's a – like, I don't even know how to say this. You have to respect him, I feel like. Yes, I agree. Because, I mean, if you watch basketball with, like, old heads, dude, Thanks. oh, my God, they hate on him so much. Everything's a travel. It's amazing. Everything's a travel. Everything's a – that's not a foul, blah, blah, blah. Like, He's just drawing the foul. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's what he point. does. That's what he does. <laughs> I like Harden. I've, I've always been a Harden fan. I think it is a skill to draw fouls at the level that he does. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, next, going back to football, college football this time. LSU, greatest team of the decade, question mark. Are they the greatest? Um, well, the technically they are the greatest team of the decade because this decade just started. Yeah, but if we go back to the 2010s decade, yes, I think that this is this might be a hot take. I think this LSU football team is the best college football team I've ever seen in my my entire life. I don't know what you personally think about that, I, but I had to think about it. I agree. I haven't seen it because more. I have not. I have not. This team is so dominant. Like they they beat what seven? Top they beat 10 seven top ten ranked teams this year. Uh, didn't lose a single game. They. I don't even know if they lost a game by like three points. Like, and and five of those was it five of those seven won their bowl games, something crazy. Like that. Like, and then the other two that didn't win their bowl games were the teams that they beat in the playoff. Yeah, they were obviously top ten ranked. Yeah, unreal. No, like this team, I can't say that they're the greatest college football team ever because obviously I've not been alive to watch you know some crazy teams from back in the day. You know, like there's like Nebraska, the like yeah, Houston, like Nebraska used to be insane. Like I don't really know about a lot about those teams. Was it but St. Mary's with Eric Dickerson and somebody else? Somebody, something like, it was like that. The horses, yeah. they were. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if they're Division One anymore. Pretty sure they got caught cheating or something. <laughs> but I think that this is the definitely the greatest college football team I've ever witnessed in my whole life, and. OBJ was celebrating with him. He got a, he's, he has a warrant for his arrest out right now because yeah, he slapped the cop's ass. Which <laughs> so OBJ, he doesn't care anymore. Apparently, that money he was handing out was real money too. Did you yeah, know he was. And he only, was like, apparently, he only fake. gave it to one player though, and that player is going to the league. So I think it was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow no, said that it was, it was Joe Burrow was the one who came out and said that it was real though. But it was Jefferson that took the money. Yeah, on the video at least. But Burrow is. I really hope Burrow is really good in the NFL. I really. Like I'm not like hopping on the Burrow bandwagon or anything, but I I really hope he's good in the NFL because I would hate to see him just be this good in college and break so many records like he has, yeah, legacy, and then be ruined. another Ryan Leaf or you know yeah, just somebody just forgotten who's, guy. Yeah, exactly. He'll be forgotten at that point. If you're not like this team will be forgotten. I don't know, dude. I think this is the team that you're gonna look back on and you're gonna see on Instagram on Sports Center like. One year ago today, LSU blah five well, yeah, years Yeah, for ago. the next ten years, but I think that this team goes down in the books though as one of the greatest ever for Me sure. Too. So next segment is a new segment that we're working on. Uh, we yeah, took you, inspiration from King of the Fourth Quarter. Yep, who's a basketball guy, and there's an Instagram page where you find start bench cut, and it's three guys, and you have to pick out of the three who you're gonna start, who you're gonna bench, and who you're gonna cut. And when I'm thinking about bench, I think like six man. 
who yeah. I want being my first guy off. Well, and like, you know, this is like sitting the bench. Pretty much start bench cut is like you're ranking the best. You're ranking them one to three. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. Unless there's other things that come involved. So yeah, definitely. So um, with this starts bench cut, we're just each gonna give our own like opinions on it, and just talk. We'll do like we'll do like four or five of them. Just talk about that. We took away our top five of the week to for this, so I hope you guys enjoy this. So the first one is actually this is kind of funny how it's in here. So start bench cut: DeAndre Ayton, Andre Drummond, and Nikola Vucevic. Now let's assume DeAndre Ayton isn't suspended. And, you know, he's in – this is as of right now, too. This isn't like – because obviously if I had to take one of these guys, I'm taking DeAndre Ayton because he's 20 years old. Yeah, absolutely. But this but is like, like right now yeah. who you need. You have four all-stars. You need the yeah. fifth one to make your team great. Right. Right now your team is great. Uh, oh, man. Because obviously I don't – I think it's pretty well known that Easton hates Andre Drummond. But I don't know if I – Hate like Vucevic and DeAndre yeah, that exactly. much better. I mean, Vucevic was an all star last year. Yeah, he was, but I don't even know his numbers this year. I haven't kept up. Okay, this is mine. This might be, I'm going to say mine. Okay. Maybe biased. Starting Drummond, and I don't really like Drummond that much, <laughs> but he is having a good year, and he's one of the he best rebounders having. ever. Starting Drummond, benching Vucevic, cutting Aiton. I'm going other way around. I'm starting Vucevic, benching Andre Drummond, Aiton's getting cut. Okay. Mainly because it's weird. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Aiton is just like he's gonna be a great talent in the NBA. But just as of right now, he's just not better than those two guys. Yeah. All right, next. This is an all-time one. So this one, this one's gonna be interesting. I think we can both kind of agree on it. But, uh, oh, I don't know, bro. All right, MJ, Kobe, and Heat, LeBron. Oh my word! So pretty, okay, just, no. okay, no, pretty much it. any of these three in their prime. Yep. Now, okay. uh, first of all, me and Easton are probably going to have the same cut. Yeah. We're probably going to have the same list. No, so if you're a Kobe fan, I'm just going to let you know, do not be offended, okay? Because <laughs> all you Kobe fans think that he's, like, the second best player ever. Which is not even And close. he's not better than LeBron, just so you I feel yeah. like if you're a Kobe fan, you're also an MJ fan. I feel like they're on, like, the same level. No, they level. are. No, they are. And they both hate LeBron. Yeah, I don't understand it. And I'm not, it's not that I hate on Kobe. I'm just, I, I like Kobe I like Kobe, player, too, but, but God, I hate Kobe fans, fans dude. Yes, dude. I hate Kobe fans so much, but I love Kobe. But yeah. I'm not a, I'm not one of those guys though. Yeah. So so yeah. Starting much... LeBron, benching Michael Jordan, Mike, we're cutting Kobe. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly mine. We're not gonna talk about it anymore. Move on. <laughs> okay, this one's pretty interesting. So this is this year. This is like the as of right now. So you have Pistons D Rose, um, Golden State D Lo, and Thunder Chris Paul. Chris Paul is having a very good season. Like, just so in case you, you know, he's having a very good year. That's tough, man. Starting Derrick Rose, benching Chris Paul, cutting D'Lo. That's my list. Wait, say it again. Starting D-Rose, benching Chris Paul, cutting uh, D'Lo. Dude, this one is hard. D Rose, I mean, like this one is really hard. Well, D Rose on a fire. D Rose right has had like seven straight or four, no, not seven. I think four straight. Games. No, I mean, it is seven. It it's is seven. seven. He's had seven straight games of twenty points, which isn't on fire for like. If you said that about James Harden, he'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, but like this is for D Rose. Turning D Rose. D Rose is pretty good, but, but he's, he's like his he's, team wins less. Than his the team Pistons. also has like nobody else that can shoot. Oh, nobody else. Can no one else that can score yes, on I that agree. team other than D'Lo. So, like, oh. 
D- no hate against D'Lo. I really Shouldn't like. I really like D'Lo. I'm gonna. S- oh man, this is so tough. You cut D'Lo, right? Yeah, I cut D'Lo. I think I'm gonna. Mm. You can't. You can't. Dude, I'm just looking at the comments on this post, and there, every single one is so much different. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start CP3. Okay. Bench D Rose and cut D Lo. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's like that's okay because D Lo D Rose isn't playing. That dude, great. I almost He's just playing great for himself. I almost want to put D Lo over D Rose though, and I don't want to though because I love D Rose. No dude. way. But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay, let's next do one. last one. Last one. Last one. Make it okay, I'll make a really cool one. Okay, uh, I'll talk about nothing for right now. Uh, <laughs> some other guests that we have on that we want to have on uh, a couple buddies of mine. Not that Scuba and Nate weren't, but we want to have a couple more of our friends on. Just give other opinions because you know a lot of Sam and I agree on a lot of stuff. We yeah, also, exactly. We disagree well, and I don't know. Okay, I got a really hard one. Okay. Okay, I was just looking through a bunch of them. So these are all in their prime. It's a mix between t- current players and retired players. Okay. All in their prime, but all shooting guards. Okay. Prime D Wade, prime James Harden, and prime T Mac. Holy that holy. dude! I looked at. I was just looking through a bunch of them, and I was like, which? And I seen that one. I knew instantly that that was the one. Okay, I've got it. All right. No, I've got it. Okay. I, and the more I think about it, prime T Mac starts. D Wade's benched. I'm cutting James Harden. So and I'm going to explain my reasoning. T Mac is the best scorer out of the three of them. Uh, you think he's a better scorer than Harden? In this prime, I think he is. Yeah. And he's also a better defender than Harden was. True. D Wade is the best defender out of the three of them. Also, very good scorer with three rings. I think D Wade's also the best leader, though. So that's why yep. it's tough to And then not James start Harden is getting cut just because he doesn't win, you know, in the playoffs. He wins it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start D Wade. Okay. Bench T Mac, cut Harden, and that's hard because I like what I said. I love Harden. Yep. But I think D Wade just showing that he is a leader and you know can, can you know put put up big time numbers in big time games. If T Mac would have never got hurt, T Mac would definitely be starting right now. But this is all in their prime though, yeah. still. So, but T Mac is definitely one of the greatest like scorers of all time when, especially when he was in his prime. Yep. So, yeah, definitely. I, I really like doing that, so that that was fun. There's we'll all, definitely do that more often. Yeah, definitely. Because there's, there's so many on here, too, that are just, like, really interesting that yep. I want to just talk about. But Next time we'll, like, mark them. We before. don't have the time. Yeah, definitely. So, we got two more topics, and the one is uh, the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons. So, right now, the Pistons are in 10th place in the East, and they are 15-27. and 27, And they're only four games out of the playoffs right now. They're tied. They're tied for ninth with the Bulls. So like they're one like behind the top eight. Yeah. If they, if they, here's my thing with blowing it up with the Pistons. They have to. They if have they make to. the playoffs, they don't do anything in the playoffs. They're and then out in the they, first you're, they're out in the first round, and then you're gonna have the four. You're gonna have the you know the fourteenth or third. I mean no, you're gonna have like the fifteenth pick. And it's like, the, that's not that good of a pick. Yeah. The Pistons need to blow it up. They need to blow it up now. Because trade Andre Drummond. They, you need to trade Andre Drummond. You can't trade Blake because he's hurt, which kind of sucks because I think they should trade both of them. Yes. And I really love Blake. I like, love Blake. Blake has done so much for Detroit, just like giving us a bigger like fan base and everything mm-hmm. and just make for our market, not even just for like the team, just for like the city of Detroit. And I love the Atlanta Hawks trade for DeAndre, or Andre Drummond. The, what was it, John Collins and Herter? 
Yeah. For oh my god, please make the trade. I and think it was that, a first round pick. The thing goal. is though, I don't think that we're gonna get that much for Drummond as we think. Because one, the Pistons are shopping Drummond pretty openly. Yeah, like they're, they're like take him. Like they're gonna give him up for not that much. Yep. And two, Drummond's a free agent at the end of the year. So Teams a though. team that has a team that will trade for him either has to be a team that is contending for a title this year that needs a center or a team that knows that they can re-sign Drummond. I saw something about the Warriors. I did too. I yeah. I don't remember what it was. It, w- it didn't involve D'Lo, which you know I feel like if you trade him to the Warriors, who else? Are you, who else is worth it? Well, I think you just maybe their first round pick. Yeah, you need like two. I think that a solid trade for Drummond is just one young player and one first round pick. Yep, I, I think that's good enough. What one young player that is solid? Yeah. Not like you know someone who hasn't really proven themselves. Yeah. I think like with the Hawks, I think you get John Collins in a first. That's it's perfect. Or even Herder. Or Herder in a first. And yeah. I feel like Herder and, like, Cam Reddish in a first. Because Herder's good, but he's not, like, yeah, and as good as John have, Collins. We have Luke Kennard. Yeah, that's true. They're the same player. So, but I think it is time to blow it up for the Pistons. I honestly hate saying this so much, but they probably should trade D-Rose, too. Because D-Rose, he should be on it. There's a lot of talk about D-Rose to the Lakers. We could probably get Kuzma from the Lakers. I mean, they're shopping him. Yeah, They would... They, like, they would probably do a D-Rose for Kuzma trade. Uh-huh, if, um, if they don't sign Darren Collison, they're they're going to be shopping for a point guard hardcore. It's so goofy with the Lakers. I know. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> then the last topic we're going to talk about is Zion Williamson is making his NBA debut uh, next Wednesday. Way earlier next Wednesday. Um, way earlier than it should be. I think that he should sit the whole year. Yeah. Like they're not contenders. They're not, they're awful. You might as well get, you you don't need the Pelicans need to do. Hire first of all, hire me as their GM. That's the first thing they need to do. <laughs> Second thing they need to do after I'm GM, you trade Drew Holiday for like a first round pick and a young player because Drew Holiday's good. He's very good, but um, you need to get younger. You, this team has has one of the best young cores in the NBA. Yep. You trade Drew Holiday one, your team's gonna get even worse than they already are. Lonzo's been balling, by the way. Kind of just Brandon randomly. Ingram has been balling. Yeah. So you need to trade Drew Holiday for another young piece and a and a first round pick. Then you need to just be trash. Don't play Zion. You either draft somebody good with that with that for that really high pick you're gonna have because your team is trash, or you trade it for a really good player like a Bradley Beal. Yeah. And no, then 100%. and then Zion comes back. That Pelican seems in the playoffs next year. I don't understand. The point of the Pelicans right now is developing their young guys. So why add all a, the big Why ones. add another young guy in to try and develop three? Especially at a time. when he has a chance at getting hurt, hurt again. Just yeah. leave Brandon Ingram and let Lonzo develop themselves, and then throw in Zion next year. Because Zion, then, yeah, exactly. Brandon He's Ingram gonna, and Zion's gonna get Zoller. his. Zion's gonna get his twenty a night. Yeah, like if he wants, like like because he. Zion is their number one option as soon as he comes back. Oh, 100%. Like, he's going to get the ball the most. And so that's why they need to continue to sit him because, one, you don't want him to get hurt. Two, like you said, let Lonzo and, and B.I. keep doing their thing. Like, yeah, because then next season when Zion gets introduced. They're all there. They're all have that. B.I. is already developed. Zoe is a lot more developed, and they have less development. And, and they then don't you, demand the and ball. And you have so many different weapons at one time yeah. like guess what they double team zion all right i'm gonna kick it out to bi and he's gonna hit four threes in, yeah or, zion, or zoe's yeah exactly dunk on your so that's why i think the pelicans they have a lot of different things they could do um i drew holiday is one of the main guys in the on the trade market speaking of trade market this is the last thing we're gonna talk about really quick jeff t got traded back to the hawks for i don't know uh alan crab 
But I, I, the Timberwolves did it because they need to free up a... I was reading Woj's. He said they're doing it because they're freeing up a roster spot so they can try and make a big trade. There's been a lot of talk about they're going to trade Carl Anthony Towns or they're going to try and get D'Lo. You never know. Um, definitely our next episode, though, is going to be a lot of trade talk in the NBA because yep, it trade is... Deadline's trade deadline is February 7th, I believe, and that is three weeks away. Three weeks from today, actually. Yep. So... And hopefully we have a guest next week. We'll try and get a Yeah, guest. exactly. Hopefully Keep we have a guest. Let us know um, if you, you know, maybe some start bench cuts that we should do in the next episode or, you know, what you want our next game to be. If you want us to go back to top five, whatever it is. Yep. For sure. So that'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out.